0: The decision on policing in Surrey will have an impact that will go beyond the present-day City Council and Provincial Government. That is why it is of crucial importance that we get this right so we can ensure that Surrey residents and businesses will not bear the financial burden for generations to come due to one costly error in judgment.
1: Well, that's it so far. That is Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke at last night's Surrey Council meeting, a written, a written, prepared statement, but really the first comments that she has made in almost a week when it comes to the provincial government's. Final, I put that in air quotes, decision to continue the city's transition to a municipal police service. She has not talked about, you know, the message to Surrey residents, what's going to happen now, how are they going to do all of this. Still nothing on that front. And still sounding, you know, from that statement there, somewhat defiant on this issue. And I know if you're a Surrey resident, you're thinking, you know what, can we please just, can we please move on and get on with this and and figure out what the future is going to look like rather than doing these? I want to go back to the way it was before. To talk more about the situation, Dr. Hamish Telford joins us now, Associate Professor of Political Science at the University of the Fraser Valley. Thanks for joining us this morning, Hamish.
0: You're welcome. Good morning to me.
1: Good morning. Are Are you surprised that we haven't heard more fulsomely from Brenda Locke at this point?
0: Just yes, a little bit. I think in this day and age of social media, uh, we expect instant responses. And, and politicians usually do give us very quick responses to, to developing issues. Uh, on the other hand, I, I seem to recall after Minister Farnworth's uh, decision last week, she indicated in the statement that she would not be speaking at length until she had had her meeting with the minister. Uh, And the minister said that he would uh, he would meet with her. Um, One presumes that that meeting has not taken place yet. Uh, I think this gives her this time gives her uh, a few things. It's time to to consider her options. She can really think about this with her team, discuss it with her lawyers, see if there's a legal play here uh, and what other other options there might be. I also think it gives her time to cool down um I the guess. minister said the minister said last week that she was not happy with his decision and we all know that we can say things when we're angry that we might later <laughs> so, you know so there might be an element of that going on here okay
1: but here's what i don't understand about this hamish is it you know we spend a lot of time we've talked about this extensively it, i'm surprised i guess that the city of surrey didn't prepare for this in advance Uh, In a way that would have prevented this from happening, for instance, you know, asking the mayor, all right, can we have a meeting prior to this in person? Can we talk this through about, you know, what's going to happen? You know, let's make sure we do X, Y and Z, like essentially making the case of whatever happens. I want to make sure we are prepared for it. That doesn't seem to have happened here.
0: No, they were obviously confident in their position. In fairness to Brenda Locke, she has said and complained that she's not been able to meet with the minister face-to-face, and she's been saying that for months, um, and, and so perhaps the minister has been rebuffing her entreat- entreaties to, to meet. Um, I could understand that he would not want to be pressured directly before he's made his decision. Now that he's made his decision, he said he will meet with her um, so, so there is a bit of a standoff on on that issue, and and hopefully they get together soon.
1: Okay, if you are a Surrey resident, then this would be incredibly frustrating, though Hamish. Like, have a situation like this just seems to drag on forever. Can the mayor stay silent on this forever?
0: No, I, she can't, and I don't think that she will. Um, how long she will stay silent? Uh, we will see. I I would think by this time or but end of the week, next week, she really does need to, to come out and, and say something to give uh, direction and assurances to the people of Surrey who have been waiting a long time to get some clarity on this issue.
1: Right. Okay. So, but if you're a Surrey resident, then, is there anything, you know, that can be done or said at this point? Like, you can imagine the frustration they must feel.
0: Oh, I'm sure they're totally frustrated. And I, I think they have been for a long time. and I, And I think look, there's a small contingent of people in Surrey who are hardcore supporters of the RCMP and will do anything to get them back. Uh, There are others who would have preferred the RCMP, but uh, don't want to protract the fight any longer. And I think the rest of the people, so maybe that's what, 20, 25, 30 percent of the population. uh, And I think the rest of the population just wants to get on with it.
1: I'm sure they do. But I guess in a case like this, what what I think the public needs is some leadership on that, being more open with the public. Like every step of the way, Hamish, there seems to have been confusion on this. Is this a roadmap for what not to do in a situation like this?
0: (laughs) Well, it it is a conflict. And and the the two principal parties here, the minister and the mayor, are playing different roles. Um, the, The mayor promised quite explicitly during the election campaign less than a year ago that she would bring back the RCMP. And she's been trying to implement that policy. Um, And she thinks she has a right to do it under the police act, but under the police act, the minister has a broader responsibility and that is to provide policing uh, for the entire province. And he's trying to fulfill his role as well. And these things are in conflict and, and until one uh, party and it's got to be the subordinate party, the mayor uh, backs off this, this, Conflict will be protracted. And it's hard. She's been overruled by a higher authority. She believes in her heart of hearts that she's right, and she being told by, as I say, a higher authority, no, it's not going to be that way. And we all know how that feels. It's not a good feeling, and uh, it, it takes some time uh, for, for people to come to terms with that and get on with it.
1: Okay, so we'll wait and see what happens on that front. It is fascinating because uh, you would think that a mayor knows where they are in the hierarchy, right? They know the provincial government has the final say on this.
0: That's right. Uh, no, she, she, has indic- she has said all along that she believes that Surrey or any municipality has the right to determine their police force. Uh, uh, that's not my reading of the Police Act. I think that in the first instance, cities, big cities, are supposed to create a municipal force. Alternatively, they, they can use the provincial force with the agreement of the minister. And and the minister's not given his agreement.
1: So do you think we're headed towards a provincial police force?
0: Well, I think that that's obviously a broader conversation that's going on. And evidently, uh, Ottawa is entertaining that idea as well of getting the RCMP out of contract policing with with municipalities and and provinces. Uh, so I think that that's a direction that we need to go in, and, and related to that, I think we need to have a conversation about an, an integrated, at least, um, force for the Greater Vancouver area. That you know that each locality, you know, Burnaby, Richmond, Surrey, Vancouver, all have their own forces, even though they are, it's one large metropolis, um, doesn't make a lot of sense. So I think that's going to be also part of the discussions on a a provincial force going forward.
1: Oh boy, this conversation's never going to end. Uh, Hamish, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, Cindy. That's Dr. Hamish Telford, Associate Professor of Political Science at the University of the Fraser Valley. We're talking about the fact that, you know, for Surrey residents and others waiting to hear what Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke is going to say about this has been a bit frustrating. It's been almost a week since, you know, Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth came out and said, nope, this is the decision. Surrey is going to continue transitioning to the Surrey Police Service. And that's that, that the provincial government has the final call. And that is it. Uh, She has not taken questions from the public on how she feels about that, what's going to happen next, will they will they comply and just move forward, or what's next? She had a little something to say last night at council. She does want a face-to-face meeting with the minister. That could happen as early as today, so obviously there will be more to come on that. But I know a lot of Surrey residents, a sentiment that I certainly get from people is they would like to see this thing move forward. There are so many other priorities in the city that need to be dealt with, and they want to see their Surrey council dealing with all of those issues. You're talking about overcrowded schools and portables and developments and community centers, things that need to be done and they feel like are not getting done right now.